Okay, let's wrap up uh, the show. By the way, for the many people who are tweeting, I'm not saying wrap up now. We're still continuing. But if you are tweeting, hashtag media show. Still time for one or two SMSs. And by the way, if you have any issues that you want to bring up, uh, feel free to do so. By the way, you know we had Jason Goliath here the other day. I have to tell you, true to his word uh, about being entrenched in community, his agency, Goliath and Goliath, made a point of of supporting what the the the, the Vitz MSA and uh, and the MISA com- campaign for community purely on the basis that they want to invest in community, doing it for absolutely nothing. So here's a brand that's growing in South Africa, but still paying lots of attention to grassroots. I think he's just fantastic from Jason Goliath and the the whole Goliath and Goliath team. And as you may know, now we chatted about it a few weeks back. They've set up this this new um, supper club. Uh, stand-up comedy setup at uh, at Merrill's Arch, of course. So the brand certainly is growing and, and growing formidably, I would think. Okay, Brent Tolman looks at brands in a different way. I suppose he's the CEO of Meme Global's Africa Regions. Brent, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. Great to be on the show. Good, thank you. Let, let's talk about what is it you do. We have a online media planning uh, programmatic tool that allows digital agencies, creative agencies, and clients to become a digital media agency overnight. Okay, explain. So essentially, our system allows um, clients, small agencies, to buy media on Google Display Network, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, and our own network of 15,000 websites. Okay, so, so, so you do two things. You are able to track brands on the one hand, yes. but you also provide a service for a brand. I'm just using Goliath and Goliath mm. because they came mm. up, or wherever it may be. Sure. If they want to what, pr- promote or market their brand on other platforms, you would assist them. Yes. If they want to launch a banner ad campaign or a video ad campaign on mobile, desktop, uh, gaming consoles, web TV, etc., we can put them there within uh, literally just a few hours. How do you do it? Tell me. Well, as a programmatic media company, we connect to various ad exchanges and our own direct premium inventory. And on those exchanges and our own inventory, we buy lots of media. So we're able to track very specific people and audiences as opposed to just targeting publishers themselves. Because as you know, the the modern consumer doesn't just read one newspaper or two newspapers. He reads articles that he gets off Facebook, that he gets off Twitter, that he gets off LinkedIn, etc. You need a system that's able to track the person, not necessarily just the one publication that a group of people might read. As a result, we have a tremendous amount of data um, on consumers. Mm, mm. We have roughly 15 million browser cookies collected in South Africa alone and 2.5 billion um, across the world. And on those browser cookies, we're able to see what other programmatic companies are showing them, and as a result, know what kind of advertising that every single segment of consumer is seeing. What that means is that I've got something that no one else in South Africa has, which is live competitive uh, reports on digital media activity across the category. So, so give me some examples of, of work you guys have done and, and what's come through on that. Uh, we've done a lot of work for KFC in South Africa, Nivea, Standard Bank. Globally, we've done work with P&G, Red Bull, Nike, HSBC, um, and, a, and a load of others, including Netflix recently. Okay, wow. Uh, and, and when you say, okay, can you tell me more about the type of work? You know, done the work and, and maybe some examples of how they've it, it played out? Okay, for KFC, they wanted to they wanted to do a video ad for um, the Get Poppin campaign. Um, it was a three and a half minute video um, that we benchmarked against YouTube, um, and we ran it across our video network in traditional video ad placements. 
um, and we were able to score 125% more views than YouTube itself. Okay, and why do you think that happened? Um, just better targeting and better data. Really, the trick to a great programmatic company is not buying and reselling other people's inventory. That a lot of people in this market are doing. We do something different. We put that together with what you call a DMP. A DMP is a data mining platform, and ours is particularly advanced is that we track people across every single uh, model of mobile phone that they have. So I know exactly what kind of video file to deliver to which mobile phone. And that means that I'm very well optimized in terms of, uh, of, uh, of size, which means that if you have a consumer who's very data conscious and very cash conscious, and they don't want to load a very expen uh, an ad that is going to suck up a lot of their data, mm -hmm. the fact that my video ads load faster means that you get more people watching. And, that, and that's key, isn't it? That is, to, to, in a market like Africa, absolutely critical. And of course, as we said, the transparency of data is critical. Um, otherwise, you'd, as a marketer, you don't really know what your, your real return on investment is. So we track what we call viewable impressions, which we're still le leading the market to some degree. And uh, just confirm, viewable impressions means what? I think I know, but just, just clear it up. So normal impressions were tracked on the basis of what a system told you an ad was served. So the system said, we served 100 impressions. But you didn't know where they were physically seen by a human eyeball. What we track now is what has been physically seen by a human eyeball. So we track a base number of pixels that are loaded on a screen. If they're not loaded, it's not counted as a viewable impression. Simple as that. It would, it would have to come at a price. Huh? Tell me about that. Well, the market is so pressed and so pressured that we can't, you, you can't get too premium on those prices because what you're really doing is giving marketers a true impression of their marketing, whereas before the, the controls just weren't as good, that's all. This is simply a better, a better control. Mm -hmm. So it can't come as a premium. It has to be a, a right that marketers get. Do you have some idea gets. what it would cost? Um, no, it's, part of, it's rolled into part of CPM. We actually do all our tracking for free okay. uh, as part of our CPM buying. So, so if you're doing the tracking for free, others, let's say somebody, who, who should be approaching, who would you hope to approach you today after today's show? Someone. I would, want to talk to? I would love to speak to Unilever. Unilever, if you're out there, give me a call. Well, we'll connect <laughs> you guys anyway, yeah. What, what about, how, how does what you do then compare to what was done before people like yourself came on? You know, meaning, meaning who are you competing with here? Uh, we're competing with other programmatic companies, with ad networks. Um, to some degree, I think maybe we're competing with media agencies and the fact that we're able to give a small company in South Africa, uh, a small to medium business or a creative agency or a client directly, the power of a large media agency in software. And it means that they can get the same prices, in fact, sometimes better prices than media agencies can get, and they can get better data than media agencies can get. On the basis of, uh, we're going to wrap up now, we had a discussion about what works better for brands, social media versus traditional? Do you have any thoughts on that, based upon what you've done? Um, when you say traditional, do you mean non-traditional? Well, you know, it would be like above balance? the line, and, you know, that means the days media before, before social media. 
I think you're always going to need a combination of things. You're always going to need to, to be able to have a narrative that speaks to the consumer versus various channels and not have some kind of bias towards one or the other. Social media is fantastic for building relationships and, and having an enduring conversation with the consumer. But if you bombard them with sales messages, they're going to turn off you very quickly. And you need to understand the consumers are... Um, they're used to viewing those sales messages via banners and via sponsorships and via above-the-line traditional media, etc. And you think you still have to respect the power of those mediums, definitely. Yeah, that's a good point. Is, is there any final issue that you want to bring up in the 45 seconds we have remaining? Um, simply, I think that transparency, viewability, and visibility in digital media is critical for marketers to know the real value that they're getting. And that's something that we take very seriously. We're one of 29 companies in the world that is committed by the IAB to pursue the strictest controls of transparency. It's quite, a, it's quite an intense certification to go for, and we're audited on a monthly basis by Double Verify Moat um, to make sure that we are keeping okay. to the bargain. And you, and you mentioned, but you're not on Twitter or, what, or you're not using it much, but certainly share maybe some of the things you do on, on my LinkedIn profile, by the way, and I'll, I'll maybe share that to others as well. Yes. All right. That's where we're going to leave it. Brent Tolman, uh, the CEO of Meme Global, and, and uh, that's the Africa region. Meme is spelled, of course, M-E-M-E, so Meme Global's Africa region. Well, that's it for today's show. Thanks for being a part of it. Most appreciated, as for always. Thanks for engaging via that hashtag media show. We'll do that all throughout the week. And then will you make an appointment for next week, Sunday? Best you set your uh, alarm clocks even right now. It's 11 o'clock. Uh, time for the news.